Hey, welcome to Flipping the Field, the college football podcast about all of college football. I'm your host, Patrick Mayhorn. I'm joined by co-host Ryan Donnelly. Ryan, it's been a minute. We haven't talked in a little while. How's it going, man? Yeah, uh, we took some time off. You and I had a legal separation. Mm-hmm. Um, we know we were both uh, um, seeing our old our old flames. We were mm-hmm. kind of exploring what's out there, testing the waters, and we decided to return to school. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we both briefly entered the portal, and we... Didn't hear great things, and so we're, here we are. We're back, and everybody's very happy, and everything is very good. Yeah. Um, no, I actually I have not uh, I've not had a microphone in front of my face for like a week, which is the longest I have gone without having a microphone in front of my face for as long as it, as I can remember. It's been several years. Um, it's uh, it's nice. <laughs> it was it was nice. It was nice to just have my thoughts stay inside of my head instead of kind of vomiting them onto an audio track and then sharing that for for everyone to uh, to to listen to. But we're back. We've got some. We've we have a little bit of news to talk about in college football. Most of the the big news of these you know these weeks after the regular season are stuff that we save for the premium show. Coaching hires, coaching fires, things like that. We're gonna do. At some point, a big transfer portal show, but we're saving that until yeah, the transfer the portal is actually, you know, closer to done. It's it's so in flux right now that it just doesn't really. We've tried to do that before, and it's just not worth. It's not worth putting in the effort. We'll talk about them once they have their new schools. Um, but if you're interested in any of the more recent kind of the the last little bits of coaching carousel stuff, we're going to talk about that on the premium show. Yeah, um, probably some other shit too. I don't yeah. know. We'll probably do. I mean, like. Even not just head coaching stuff, probably some coordinators and yeah. I don't know. Tommy Moffat just got hired by A and yes. their strength coach. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I was gonna say we're gonna um, talk about Tommy Moffat for about twenty minutes because I did do. Yeah. I did a bunch of research into Tommy Moffat this off season because I was gonna talk to Utah State's strength and conditioning coach who was a Moffat uh, guy. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna do it's gonna be the all Tommy Moffat show. That'll be fun. That, yeah. That'll be a nice change. Of we're gonna for us. and we're gonna bring on new friend of the show and new follower, uh, Mick Marotti, uh, <laughs> to be our third mic for the episode. Yeah, yeah. Him. We're having him and Parker Fleming on. We're gonna have a, sort of a fun, yeah. a fun conversation there. I'm sure that would I'm sure that would be it's, really good. We're doing like a we're, Howard, we're playing, yeah. We're doing like a Howard Stern episode. We're telling Parker to take his shirt off. We want to see him bounce around a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're. Trying- to play a game where we see how many Ohio State assistants will follow us before they get fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fun for the whole family. <laughs> that is fun. They're they're sort of they're looking to branch out. They're looking for a you know a nice parachute into a, a cushy media job at the website that hates them. Um, do you want to talk <laughs> about that website a little bit first before we jump into this? Yeah, we're just meet at midfield.com. Um, we uh, we write about college football, all of college football. Including these dog shit bowl games. Yeah. Um, we uh we cover the whole sport. We have podcasts like this one. We have premium episodes once per week during the season. We are transitioning to the offseason schedule pretty soon. Um yeah, we're basically not like right now, but yeah, yeah, we're, 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 I mean, we're we're pretty close. It's I mean, it's it's almost the off season. We're getting we're getting there. Yeah. Um we sure are. Uh it's getting there, but we we still have the podcast going all season. All off season, I mean. We have the articles going all off season. We truly have the best message board in college football. Um, unbelievable community on there. We're getting breakdowns from fans of like at this point, two or three dozen teams. Yeah. On there of their teams, kind of talking through coaching hires, roster changes, all that good stuff, recruiting, um, the whole deal. It is the best place to be. 
Um, we're going to run a Christmas special. The code has not been determined as of uh, while I'm saying this out loud with my voice. Mm-hmm. However, it will be in the episode description because I am going to make it very shortly. Let's go. <laughs> and let you know what it is because I do not have a word in my head right now for the code. Mm. Um, there are famously no words associated with the holiday season or with Christmas. It's just there's we don't yeah. have one. We just don't have any. Well, we have to check with, you know, um, the, the, you know, papal doctrine to make sure whatever we're saying is okay. Yeah. Um, well, we, we do that with every show. Any uh, sense. Every right, show right, and right, every right. article that we do, it does go through kind of papal authority to make sure that it's all on the up and up. They, they endorsed everything that yeah. we've ever said on this podcast, which is fun. Right. Yeah. I mean, we really do like view ourselves as a podcast, in the tradition of the diet of worms, mm-hmm. um, you know, which is big for us. So we got to make sure that we, uh, we get back to that and, it really kind of stick to the books, you know, yeah. um, the big JC, mm-hmm. um, got to make sure we're tight with him. Yeah. Uh, um, so we're going <laughs> to, we're going to work on all that, uh, and make sure to send that code out in a way that's fitting with our, our beliefs, which are fully and openly endorsing everything the Catholic church has ever done. Yes. Um, yeah. and, and that should be clear. Yeah. Of um, course. I, I think people, yeah, I think people know that we are, yeah, of course we are an arm of the church. We are, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're very high up in the. Look in the organization. Yeah, uh, we're very. We've learned what happens when like highly opinionated autistic guys like ourselves mm-hmm. uh, kind of get too uppity about the Catholic Church, and, yeah. and the results have not been good for humanity. Yeah. Um, Tra- but I am looking forward Tra- to Tra- our ninety nine the fields. Trad flipping the field would be so funny. That would be such a good episode if we got on here and we were both doing like the vocal fry, talking about you know the importance of birth rates or something <laughs> like that. That would be really sick. Yeah, by the end of the episode, we'd be orthodox. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, look out for our 99 Thesis episode this off season. Look out for our interfaith discussion episode where we bring on um, people to talk through the mm-hmm. world's religions. Mm-hmm. Um, our yeah, Zoroastrian we're... buddies have been clamoring for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're doing the power rankings again, as we've done before. Every year, we do the annual religion <laughs> power rankings. Who's rising? Who's falling? <laughs> Who are the playoff Honestly, contenders? Honestly, a of pretty the a pretty fun idea to track if you're one of our members and you want to get a cheap retweet from the podcast account is the post which football team is Shinto U, mm-hmm. um, which which team in college football has the most followers, the Shinto religion. Um, that's a pretty good bit to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just in general, if you want to go through and compare various college football programs to <laughs> religions, you should do that. We would endorse that. You could do that on midfields.com's uh, message board. That would be a great post. That would get upward of, of probably 20, 25 reactions, you'd be looking at a really big day for, for the uh, the old endorphins. <laughs> you'd be feeling pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, phone buzz, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to ask the new Twitter AI, Grok, what its opinion mm. is and what the best religion is. They keep uh, we are try- now going to be... They keep trying to push that shit on me. I don't want that. Why do they... I don't I don't want it. What have I ever done to, to make them think that I want that shit? I don't want that. I, I don't understand. No. <sighs> until I see, until I see Grok, like be able to tell me, uh, you know what a successful run fit is mm-hmm. uh, against different alignments. I got no interest, and they can't do that. No, no, it can't do that. It cannot, it cannot successfully identify the read man. It has no fucking clue. It, it's got, it's got nothing. Um, What's the match point, Grok? What's the yeah, match point? Bitch? Come on, yeah, come on. I thought you were a computer. I thought you were smart. What are you doing? <laughs> you can't, you can't <laughs> tell. Um, yeah, just kind of believe. What is, the... what is the first university that's going to kind of try to deep blue its coaching staff? 
and just um, go with uh, AI, probably like UCF, right? I, Ryan, you've done a lot of research into a program that I think is already doing some of that. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't even really need to change Deep Blue from the name. I think you could just keep Deep Blue, go Deep Blue, or, or you know things like that. It wouldn't be that wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. I think you've I think you've dedicated a lot of time to the answer to that question. Damn, I cannot fucking believe I didn't think of that riff in the moment, dude. Fuck, I'm so pissed off. We're all... It's like five weeks old now. God damn. Oh, we're off our game. Um, we're, we're we're struggling through the end of the season. We're just trying to get to the you know trying to get to the off season, get to the weight training, get to all that stuff, and and uh, rebuild for twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's uh, that's the website. Anyway, you can also go to another website. You have two websites that you can go to on your computer. The one is midfield dot com. The other one is of course homefieldapparel dot com. Uh, you can go over there for pretty much all of your purchasing needs. I don't think that there are actually really anything, there's anything else online that you can buy that you would need. I think they have all of it. Uh, they got shirts, they got sweatshirts, they have hats. They just, I saw they just got new hats in. They got bomber jackets, uh, sweatpants, pretty much all of it, all of the clothing that you could really, if you're listening to this podcast, all of the clothing that you need, uh, really. I, I don't really... I don't imagine that anybody who listens to the show is ever wearing anything but, you know, sweatpants and a, and a, and a t-shirt and maybe a sweatshirt and bomber jacket on top of that, snap back on top of that. You know, you're sitting in your house, you're wearing, you're wearing the full outfit. clothes, you're wearing chong clothes as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) You've got, you've got a fez on, uh, you, you're, you're doing the whole thing. (laughs) Um, but, uh, if you want to do that, if you want to get in on that fun, Homefield is doing all sorts of cool stuff for the holiday season. Um, going over there to homefieldapparel.com. They have their own deals running, but as always, you can use the code Meet at Midfield and get 15% off of your first purchase over there. Um, I would recommend it. Very good for the holiday season. Very good gift. I know they've got gift cards. They've got all sorts of cool stuff for basically every team in America. Um, all right, let's do some news here real quick. <laughs> there's there's a little bit of college football news, like I said earlier, not a ton that, that would apply to this show. We'll talk more about hirings and firings and those things on the premium show. Um, but, uh, we got a Heisman winner. It is not a surprise. I think that this is maybe the, at least in my, you know, my own exposure, this is the least I have ever seen the Heisman talked about. Um, and it's been going down the amount of, of talk about the Heisman in recent years, but this year it just came and went. Jaden Daniels is the Heisman winner, uh, LSU quarterback. I think we were not terribly surprised by this he has been the the odds-on favorite for a little bit um I would make the case for Michael Penix I have made the case for Michael Penix I think it's fine I think Daniels is a fine pick Penix finishes second Bo Nix is third and Marvin Harrison Jr. is fourth uh, no real complaints uh, about that I think that that's probably about right uh, Jaden Daniels' stats were good and that seems to be kind of the decision-making metrics right now yeah, I mean, I think my, my I guess confusion on this, sorry, just like be the guy who bitches about Twitter or whatever, mm-hmm. but um, is that I feel like everybody was kind of a consensus that like it's annoying that the Heisman would just go to like a really good player on the playoff team yeah. the last decade or longer, and uh, like Daniels is the answer to that. Like it's it's picking the guy who actually did have the best season in college football uh, for for his play, even if his defensive coordinator is Matt House and he wasn't playing for something meaningful at the end of the year because of that. Like, Daniels was brilliant. He was, to me, I think pretty clearly the best player in college football this year to me. Um, You know, at least among quarterbacks, which I'll take what I can get on the changes there. If it's going to still be a quarterback award, at least it's a good one. 
Um, yeah, and, and there wasn't I, like a, I mean, there was not like a resounding option outside of the quarterbacks this year, right? No, like if Ollie no. Gordon had been doing what he did for the entire season, maybe it would be a different discussion. If Marvin Harrison Jr. had had a, a you know, better quarterback, maybe it would be a discussion. But yeah, it was it was going to be it was going to be a quarterback this year. It's hard to argue too much with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. So look, he's a great player. I think he's the best player in college football. He was a unbelievably brilliant offensive weapon who yeah. could do it in every phase of the game. I mean, he did it against good opponents and bad. Um, I thought he was probably the most complete quarterback in college football this year. Um, yeah. just in terms of his skill set. Um, yeah, I think it's a great pick. I, I have no complaints for me. Yeah, really weird career arc that he has that he has taken, but I'm I'm happy for him that he has you know obviously figured it out to such an extreme extent that he won the Heisman. Yeah. That would be that would be a pretty wild thing to say to it, us in like 2019. <laughs> that would be yeah. Hey, Jaden Daniels is going like, to win the Heisman. Oh, <laughs> right, right. What da- what he did with Jaden Daniels, then also looking at like what um, he being Mike Denbrock, what what Denbrock did with Jaden Daniels, and also like how. Uh, Desmond Ritter had his only successful seasons in his entire career ever, like yeah. underneath the, like the umbrella of uh, of Mike Denbrock. Yeah, and Denbrock, like when he got hired by UC, had had a pretty shitty career before that point. Right, they got hot fired as OC at the P five level twice. Yeah, and he's just kind of figured out how to become one of the best minds, offensive minds in college football. Yeah, and it, it it's never really felt like he is one, but the the production is what it is <laughs> in recent years. You know, like those Cincinnati offenses were frustrating in a lot of ways uh personally <laughs> they 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 were they had some some uh, glitches that were frustrating but also they scored a lot of points and they went to the fucking playoff as a G5 team and now he has a Heisman winning quarterback it does seem like he is just good he, he he's not traditionally a guy who's thought of as being good but it does seem like he's just good um which also makes it a little bit more frustrating for for us and for the sake of this show that Luke Fickle didn't hire him at Wisconsin. You probably could go get him. You already have a relationship with him. You have a lot of money to spend. Why didn't you just go get Mike Denbrock? You've already worked with him. It wouldn't be that hard. Uh, well, I, I mean, know. he's at LSU. I don't think probably, I don't think he could have got him. I think I don't, he I don't think they were. I, I think you probably have some money to spend at Wisconsin if you wanted to go and get him, and well, you have a relationship. I don't think with you him. have get a coach away from LSU money. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. We'll he see. also Maybe. previously worked with Brian Kelly. He did. He did. Both guys. Yeah. I mean, if you're picking between the two coaches that you want to work for, I don't think it would be much of a discussion. <laughs> I don't think it would be much of a discussion yeah. personally. But maybe. But you're not just picking that, right? You're picking which kind of players you're working with, what talent level you're with, competition yeah. level, like yeah. launching pad to the NFL. I don't know. I, like, I, I get in theory what you're saying if he was coaching at like, I don't know, Ole Miss or Texas or Texas A&M or something. Sure, fine, but it's LSU. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's not like Jaden Daniels was exclusive to LSU. That you you can get that that level of talent at Arizona State, <laughs> as as uh, as was evidenced with his original recruitment. Um, and I think Wisconsin could probably swing that, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I did, good for Daniels. Um, it is just for you know for us and and what we talked about coming into the season and the amount of excitement we had for LSU and the expectations we had for that team this season. Uh, Endlessly frustrating that they did not end up doing more with what they had because he was like, he wasn't a concern coming into the year. We knew he was good. He was really good last year, but it was like... He wasn't the Heisman favorite. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't the fucking (laughs) Heisman favorite. And I think that when we were doing, from what I remember, we we previewed LSU what felt like 25 times over the offseason. And what we would always 
come down to is like, yeah, if Jaden Daniels is is as good as he could be if he takes another step, if he's, I don't think we were saying he's going to win the Heisman, but if he is a true, you know, standout, like one of the best quarterbacks in the country, they should be a serious national title contender. And instead they went, what, nine and three. And they and, should have been. Yeah, they, like, sh- and they should They should have been, and they weren't, which is disappointing. Yeah, I mean, it's just all, I mean, like, look, I will say that offense wasn't, wasn't really very... Like, Bama did some shit to them. Like, Bama really put them in a hurt. Uh, and I think Florida State was able to um, be pretty impressive against them as well. Uh, I, I think that they really struggled to pass rush at times uh, throughout the season. However, that offense was more than good enough to win a championship. They just took everything that worked on defense and threw it in the fucking trash and did a bunch of things that are disastrously stupid. Uh, and they also got every cornerback they had in the roster hurt. Uh-huh. Um, but structurally, like it's just if Matt House was not a moron, LSU would have been, you know, what nine and one going to that Bama game with a chance to play for an SC West title, yeah, um, in a playoff spot, and they just didn't do it. Yeah, um, yeah it was yeah, yeah, well, just, wide, just... wide fucking open year in the SEC, too, to be able to do that. They got every single thing that they could have possibly wanted, and then they just fucked it up on defense. The, team, the defense just was not was not there. Very frustrating. Um, that's, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's about, I guess that's what we get. And for, they're, for still, and they're still playing Matt House. Yeah, they're still yeah. playing Matt House. Yeah, House in the house. Um, yeah, good for Jaden Daniels. Uh, no, I don't really have any thoughts about the other rewards. I don't care. They don't matter. They're not real. Um, no, there was a big Bolitnikov argument. Yeah, there was. That was um, that was silly. I saw some of that. That was every, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Why is everybody so yeah. upset about this? Who cares? Yeah, it's like name the past five Bolitnikov winners, right? Like, yeah, I was struggling just a second ago to think of the last Heisman winner. It was Caleb Williams, um, which yeah. is increasingly funny. Going to get funnier, I think, with each passing year that they gave it to him. Um, it's just it's the awards have lost a lot of luster for reasons that I don't really think are the awards' fault. It's just it is what it it's, is. Well, it's not as to their fault, but like who they let be voters and how dumb the process is, I think does contribute to it slightly. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Like, yeah, it's the same problem. I, I think like the voting group for college football awards the voting bodies are pretty clearly the dumbest of any major sport yeah which is true about a lot of things you say about college football like they consistently have the dumbest version of whatever is available to them yeah dumbest postseason like dumbest voting bodies dumbest like you know scheduling arrangements all the shit is just the stupidest possible way to do it because yeah. all the little fiefdoms across the sport but i had a fucking, whatever i had a big a generic award i didn't even apply i'm not in any organization yeah. i don't know why i had one i just did i had a vote we had a guy on our board <laughs> who had a vote just being like you guys want to vote as a board to yeah. use this vote we're like yeah, yeah sure me, whatever. me and midfield voted on the fucking generic <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. I think man. I had a Walker um, vote. Even the Walker's like one of the bigger ones. Uh, I don't. I don't know how I got on those lists. I'm not like in the. I'm not in the various sports writers organizations. I'm just some guy. They just sent me the fucking. It was a survey monkey poll. It was not. There's no. No way. That's crazy. <laughs> it was a survey monkey poll. I was just like, oh, okay. I guess. Yeah. I guess I'll vote for the fucking Bitneric. Sure, that sounds fine. Um, I picked Jalen Green. Should... Jalen Green was my number one. Uh, I don't believe he won, cool. but uh, what are you gonna do? Should we? Um, should we just invent our own awards? They measure guys we think we're cool at the positions and just. Uh-huh. 
I could give us some offseason content. Yeah. Well, we're, we're, we've already been kicking around the honky Heisman. We could just flesh it out with more yeah. you know, racial awards. Um, well, someone else <laughs> on the board, I forget who I should give them. I forget who it was to give credit to. I apologize. Whoever said it, but they also said we can have the Mayo Maxwell as a competitor mm-hmm. and have like two different awards for the same purpose. Yeah. We're just best white guy. <laughs> yeah. Best white guy. Yeah. America's number one white guy. Um, yeah. And they can have slightly different purposes. Like one of them has to take into account like community service or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it could be fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The awards are stupid. Also, because I said it about Matt House to be employed, it kind of sit in my head. I know we'll talk about it more at length in the premium podcast. What the fuck is wrong? with coaches who still are employing like their policy is not to fire a coach until after the bowl game. What do you gain from that? Like, what do you yeah. think is the benefit? Yeah. What is, yeah. What, what, there's not really any good reason to do it at this point. You're the most important time of the year for roster building is right now. It's currently it's, it's the weeks after the, the, you know, the regular season where the portal opens and you have, staffs around the country that will not look really anything like what they currently look like it's it seems like a recipe for disaster it seems like not a very good idea i know the thing used to be that you'd keep the assistant coaches around through signing day and then you would fire them because you're trying to you know uh, scam some Why? recruits basically yeah. um but, but now they can get out of their lois like if yeah they, they, if they don't sign till then they can just leave yeah yeah <laughs> it's like what if they just transfer what if they just leave it wouldn't be that yeah big or if they're move. already there exactly right yeah. if they're already there they can just transfer or if they're not there and they're just signing like you are basically kind of forced to let them out of their loi on you know like you know virtue of being shamed nationally if you don't do that which shouldn't used to be the case yeah um you're just wasting time to recruit other guys with your new coaches or to like get the best possible candidates in the door. Like everyone else everywhere in college football, except head coaches with their assistants now understand that the bowl games don't matter. Like everyone's in agreement about this, right? The media gets this, the the players get this, uh, the coaches get this. The bowl practice is just like auditions for younger players. Yeah. Uh, Same with the bowl games. Like there's no, no one cares if you win the Outback Bowl or not. No one cares what you do in the Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, it's not like going on your record any serious way. Um, yeah, unless I'm disingenuously making an argument about a coach I don't like to say he's bad postseason. Yeah, exactly. Um, then it then it but... is the most important thing in the world. Yeah. And yeah, of course. It's yeah. like and like it matters for, you know, the the fan bases of the teams like to like to go to bowl games, like to see bowl wins. And Do they even? Is an attendance way down? Um, I don't know if they like to go to the bowl games, but they like to watch them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, you know, school, not every school, but there are schools for whom a bowl game is an accomplishment, is a major accomplishment, and is like a sign of a good season. For sure. A few of them. Yeah. yeah, I will say the the test is going to be... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just like, even then, it's like the, there are fewer teams that, that are like all in on going and winning a bowl game than there are teams that have moved on that are just, you know, like you said, working out younger guys and seeing what they have for next season. That that The, the minority is teams that care about their bowl game. Most of the teams in bowl games that we're going to talk about today and, and moving forward are um, in flux because like, you know, eight starters have left and have signed with other schools already or several assistant coaches have left or the head coach has left or, or whatever it is. Um, the majority of, of teams in bowl games are on to 2024. This is just another thing that you have to do at the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We just are, I, I just hate this in-between stage where 
you know, I don't know how I frame it here. Um, I, I think my, my feeling on it is like, it's just a, a waste of time for everyone involved. Like fans barely go to these games anymore. National like viewership of them is way down. You know, all the good players don't really play in them. Um, or they're in the transfer portal. So they're trying to get the next school going. They're coached by an interim coach in half of these. Like, it's just not a serious game that you have to take serious, 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 series of games. I have a post to this. We talked about before of moving bowl games the first week of the season. I really do think it would work. We're going to do a podcast about this offseason. Yeah. Um, on a few like of our fixes to college football. Um, this shit sucks and we don't need it. I'm sorry. Like, this is not necessary. Yeah. Uh, there's other ways to do this. I just want to kind of get rid of this. Yeah. I, it, 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 it does feel like it's just kind of, uh, I mean, it's a relic, and a lot of the stuff that we're talking about on this show are, are relics of a time that no longer exists and, and that can't really exist with the way that the sport is is structured now. And the, the... I never, I'm not even one of those guys who ever had nostalgia for it in the first place. Like, I never really, I don't know, like, even before the playoff era destroyed Bulls or whatever, or, like, opt-outs is the one I call it destroyed Bulls, did people really give a fuck about them? Like, I know they yeah. kind of said they did, but, like, I, come I, on. you. I think a decent chunk of people did. I, I don't know that it was quite as many as, as who said that they did. Um, <clears throat> it is, I, the, the amount of, of nostalgia that I see for, like, the BCS era is jarring. Perplexing to me. Because nobody, yeah. liked, nobody liked it. You, you didn't like it. You didn't like it while it was happening. I'm I'm a proponent of the not having a championship game at all the pre the you know the pre 2000s the the 90s and 80s system um but that's just you know personal preference that's that's me wanting it to just be basically a, a you know a regular season sport um where you can make the bowls matter by virtue of somebody will be named a national champion through them but it's not I don't have that's not founded in any specific like oh I think that this is clearly the best thing it's just we're playing Calvin ball with the postseason here. And that's my personal preference. Um, but if your personal preference is the, is the BCS, I think you just don't remember what the BCS was like. It was bad. It was not fun. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was I remember being like good. in high school, making jokes about Pitt going to the BBVA compass bowl three years in a row. Yeah. Um, Come on, dude. You get like it's you're going your your team doesn't get fired up to go to Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. We don't even have the Bahamas bowl anymore. The one cool one's gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like the test of this, like for actual like fan engagement, any serious way for a bowl game will be uh, North Carolina plays in uh, what, what it's the Duke's Mayo Bowl in Charlotte. When is that? Um, it's later December. Uh, who knows if it's in this one? Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like December something. Um, <laughs> it, it's like in the fucking major capital city of the state they're in. Uh, it's a decently good enough game. They're, they're playing. Um, uh, who are they playing? I had it on here. Uh, they're playing West Virginia. Oh, whatever. That's a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, it's in the ties. middle between Christmas and New Year's. No one's doing anything. If you guys can't get fans to that game, just scrap this. Just let them be the test and just scrap this shit. It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's talk about bowl games. <laughs> let's, cool. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's go through and uh, I've put together a little watch list here for... We're going to talk about the games December 16th through the 23rd. I don't know how many games that is. It's a decent chunk of games. Um, and I've got, I've got, we've got our classic uh, FBI watch list categories. We've got Guantanamo Bay. We've got Most Wanted. We've got the No Fly list. No Abu, Ga- Abu Ghraib game of the week here because none of these are 
deserving of that level of, of, of praise. They're all just kind of something that's on. You can watch it if you want. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's do uh, let's do a little stupid fucking riff for each game and give it a fake sponsor. Okay. Um, Good. I'm. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll, i'll do it i'll do okay. it okay yeah we'll um, uh, we'll do the best we can so saturday december 16th jumping in here in the guantanamo bay slot we got one game this one's on at 5 45 p.m eastern time on espn that would be the new mexico bowl fresno state versus yeah. new mexico state the george rr R. martin new mexico bowl okay um all right um, um we're gonna run out of these hmm. i think pretty quickly <laughs> Yeah, we can only say uh, Raytheon so many times. Raytheon can only sponsor so many bowl games at a time. (laughs) Um, I'm sure they're strapped for cash. Yeah, so uh, a fun game, I I, I think, all things considered. New Mexico State, obviously, we've talked about at length. Um, Great season. They're looking for their 11th win. I think that they are relatively intact. We're going to have to operate with a you know a, a baseline <laughs> level of attrition for a lot of these games i think relative to the rest of the bowl teams they are intact for the most part diego pavia i believe is expected to play he did not finish the conference championship game with an injury but i think he is expected to play here they should be mostly intact um fresno state should have mikey Keene, which is going to be important for a lot of these as well as do they have their quarterback i think they will they will not however have their coach uh, Jeff Tedford, as was announced last week, is uh, stepping away temporarily from the team with uh, health issues. I would be kind of surprised if we see him coaching again. Uh, it's not inside information, just that seems hard. He's an old man, and when you have old man health issues, usually that means you're just about done coaching football. Go um, see your grandkids, dude. Yeah, just call it. Just call it, Jeff. You're I guess he's only 62. Man, he's an old 62. That is, he looks old as shit for 62. I thought he was in his 70s. He needs to, he needs to quit while he's ahead. You need to, (laughs) the job is very hard on Jeff Tedford, it seems like. I hope that he's okay. Um, But he will not be coaching in this bowl game. Um, fun game. I, I, I think that this should be pretty entertaining. Two good offenses. Uh, Fresno State's has been a little bit disappointing, but still pretty solid. Um, I, I think New Mexico State is probably better and probably wins the game. Fresno State did not close the season particularly well, uh, but I am excited for the chance to just watch New Mexico State one more time. This was a really fun team to to watch, really fun team to follow, and I hope that they can finish it out the right way with their 11th win of the season, which would be just a crazy year for them. Yeah, yeah, definitely root for them. I mean, like th- this is a motivated team, which is better than a lot of these games. Uh, yes. So Mexico State, uh, great year for them already. Um, we're moving on to the most wanted category, uh, which is started off by the Kyron Samuels New Orleans Bowl. Oh, yeah. Um, which uh, is Louisiana versus Jacksonville State at 2.15 p.m. on ESPN. Um... <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's on. This it's one's for sure on. This one's um, on. Kind of a honestly, kind of a disappointing matchup for Jacksonville State. I would like to have seen them play a better team. There were better options, I think, in the Sun Belt than than this one. This Louisiana team is is particularly juiceless. Um, I don't know even who a better pick would have been, but probably not this. It, it just I don't really want to watch Louisiana State, anymore. Yeah. yeah they start to play other conference opponents that yeah, that would be um, that'd be tricky. Um I don't, UTSA, I don't know. Yeah. Um I, it's just is not a not a great matchup. I guess they have the local, you know, it, they're they're both 
pretty close to the area. I know Louisiana generally travels well when they play in New Orleans. This Louisiana program is without really much of anything going on right now. They've got another, we've got another internal promotion syndrome for a, for a G5 power with Michael Desermo, who just has nothing happening as, as the head coach. He yeah. is immediately. If he was named like Michael Jones, he was not getting that job. Yeah, it, it is really, honestly, it's, it's <laughs> even, even worse than like, we're going to talk about App State in a second. And, and, you know, Ryan Silverfield at Memphis and those guys, even worse than them. He's not even coasting on the talent that was left for him, which was a decent amount. Honestly, I, you know, Billy Napier took some guys with him to Florida, but they played a ton of dudes in his last year there, and so they brought a lot of guys back. And he has not even had the the bounce of like, oh, you get to be eight and four, even though you're a bad coach because of the talent in your program is such. Like, no, they're six and six. They've been bad. They've been really bad with him at the helm. Um, in a way that those other kind of dead cat bounce internal promotion programs haven't been. The other ones at least wait, go, you know, they go seven and five or eight and four, but Louisiana has been not good to watch. They've not been entertaining. They've not been terribly competitive. I think Jackson State, Jacksonville State is probably going to uh, beat the brakes off of them. I don't really think that this is going to be a whole lot of issue for Rich Rod and his boys. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, uh, yeah, they're just a better football team. I mean, snap a snap. It's it's not much of a – I would be pretty shocked Jacksonville State lost this one. I don't think they have any major transfers leaving. It seems like it's kind of just straight-up football. Jacksonville State's a lot better. Yep. Um, all right. The Henry Kissinger Cure Bowl uh, is App State versus Miami of Ohio uh, at 3.30 on ABC. Um, Miami's a good football team. They got pretty much everybody coming back, yeah. right? They had a couple guys enter the portal briefly that returned. Um, although I guess, um, what's the quarterback situation here? Do we know? I don't know who's playing quarterback. I don't think it's going to be Avion Smith because he did enter the portal and Brett Gabbert while back is, I think still injured. So I don't know because yeah. he broke his leg. I don't know that he's going to be playing in this one. Um, so I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know who Miami's third string quarterback is. That is <laughs> beyond my, 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 uh, pay grade that's a little bit too much they've only had two quarterbacks play this year so I have no clue who's playing quarterback in this game um I still they went 11 and 2 and finished out the season and won the MAC with their second string quarterback and he was dog shit Avion Smith was not not going to be terribly hard to replace I think they probably still win the game even with third string quarterback no matter who it is unless they just don't have one um, because mm. their their defense is excellent, and App State's offense has no answers for excellent defenses. Um, this is probably probably going to be pretty low scoring, probably going to be pretty ugly, and then Miami will win. Uh, another one of those where you have a a far more motivated team playing against a team that's just kind of closing out the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we've seen the best of App State, and the best of App State is good enough to certainly play with Miami of Ohio, uh, especially on a third string quarterback, but. My App State does not get to its best year very often at all. No, um, and couldn't do it for like even the conference title game against Troy. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm not really expecting much here. I think Miami's a better team. Um, I mean, there was the caveat of just who knows. You play the third string quarterback if the offense can't move at all, and Miami's offense is already bad. Uh, but if you have a turnover problems or whatever, it, things can get weird. I mean, in a situation like this, but Miami's a better football team. Yeah, Miami's a better football team. Uh, also in the most wanted category here, the LA Bowl, Boise State versus UCLA, 730 on ABC. Um, 
Boise... No one you know from any of these teams are playing. <clears throat> well, Ashton Gentry's playing because he's back for Boise State. If he's healthy, oh, he he's playing. Back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's playing quarterback for Boise State because Taylor Green is down at at Arkansas now. They they saw yeah. they saw K, they saw KJ Jefferson for several years and they thought, what if we had a much worse version of him? What if we got a guy who's <laughs> just as big as he is but can't throw the ball correctly? Um, which is a really he's going to put up so many empty stats for that team next year. Yeah, that's um, going to be that's going to be sick. We look forward to that. That's a good use of everybody's yeah. time. Um, well, this is the Ethan Garbers Bowl. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess uh, he's playing, right? Because Dante Moore's in the portal. And I mean, Garbers uh, is back, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who else would be playing for him. Um, Colin Schley. Yeah, I think we got another third string quarterback situation here for Boise State because Maddox Madsen suffered a pretty significant injury near the end of the season. I don't imagine he's going to be back for this game. Um, they obviously have the. Uh, you know, the, the the promoted interim coach, Spencer Danielson, now the full-time head coach. I guess you could <laughs> talk yourself into them playing for him. The team is largely intact at Boise State. They seem to be running it back for a 2024 run, but going to be kind of difficult without a quarterback. I don't know who the fuck is going to be playing quarterback for them here. They did not. I don't think they dipped into the third string this season, as far as I can remember. I think they just had the two guys. Um, they should show Kyle McCord's dumbass some old seasons of Blue Mountain State and see if that can convince him to play for them. Yeah, I um, think it probably would. I think he'd probably really like it. Um, yeah. They should get somebody decent, dude. I don't know. Like, this is a pretty, te- I think, pretty well set up for next year. Yeah. Not the point of this episode. I know, but like, just thinking out loud here. I think they like, um, I think they like Maddox Madsen a decent amount because, probably entirely because he's a five foot ten white guy who's named Maddox Madsen. That's an ideal Boise mm-hmm. State quarterback. They love that sort of guy. Um, yeah, he's going to be, uh, they're, they're going to be so, uh, so disappointed in 10 years when they're trying to hire a head coach and he's, uh, cemented as an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have at least one granddaddy with a ranch, then you cannot play quarterback for Boise state. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I, man, I just don't really know what's going to happen here because I don't know who's playing quarterback for either one of these teams. Um, Boise state's probably going to be able to run the ball. I, I think UCLA is firmly checked out at this point um Boise State I, I guess should win I don't really know that you would need to pass the ball to win the game I think if you have Ashton Genty you're probably fine and they should have Ashton Genty and that might be it I don't think UCLA really has all that much all that much left or really all that much interest in playing in this game this is not a great pick for the LA Bowl because it's not one of the few Pac-12 teams that would care enough about winning a bowl game that they would try yeah um Hmm. Pretty, I guess, pretty brutal. I don't know. UCLA is favored by three and a half. Um, sure. Maybe something on the ball on, on Boise State. But I don't think that's uh, going to happen. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um, who gives the fuck? Uh, the final game, <laughs> not the final game. Damn, we have two more. Uh, mm-hmm. Ohio versus Georgia Southern on the no fly list is the. Uh, you're right. I ran out of bits. It's the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, yeah. It's the Ohio for Georgia Southern Myrtle Beach Bowl at 11 a.m. on ESPN. Oh, man. Is this the worst bowl game of the year? No. I think that Syracuse South Florida is worse. We're going to talk about that one next um, okay. in the next segment. I think that one's worse. This one's pretty bad, though. Uh, Ohio, I would assume, will be without Curtis Rourke, who entered the transfer portal. Um, and wasn't he coming back or something? Oh, did he did he announce that he's coming back? I did not see that. There's there's maybe I'm maybe making that up. Let me let me see. No, he's not. Just kidding. I lied. I lied. Okay. Yeah. Uh, BYU offered him. That's he's funny. he's currently visiting Indiana. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> classic place to visit. Um, 
so they're going to be on their backup quarterback or probably more likely their third string quarterback. Uh, and then Georgia Southern is dog shit. Georgia Southern is really, really yeah. bad. Lost four in a row. Yeah. Like all pretty badly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's on, it, it's, it's on this one is not, it does not merit any further discussion other than it's on, it's on at 11 AM on ESPN. It's the first bowl game somehow. Uh, also in the no fly list here, the Independence Bowl, Texas Tech versus Cal on ESPN at 9.15. <laughs> I would, I, there is, there are very few things that I would, you know, uh, I would, I would pass up on to watch this game. Yeah. It's, it's, they, they make this game for guys who are scared to talk to women at the bar. Yeah. Um, so they can kind of like look at something else while they're pretending to like look at girls and, and just not actually to engage with anybody. Yeah. That's kind of the purpose of this game is why I, it exists. I would look at the, the, just an off television. I would just sit there in a quiet <laughs> room before I would watch this game. The I block mirror, if you will. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that for sure. Um, um, yeah, I mean, the juice this. in this game, if if you have something to watch it for, if you're trying to talk yourself into it, is that uh, it has two of the better running backs in the country with Taj Brooks, Texas Tech, and Jaden Ott for Cal. Um, neither of whom have yet said they're sitting out. Yeah, um, Brooks said he's so returning for 2024, so I would assume that he's going to be right. playing. Um, Jaden Ott, there's a lot of portal rumors around Jaden Ott, but he's mm-hmm. not yet entered. Yeah. Um, he's also an NFL prospect, but probably not this year. Yeah. Um, they're both fun. The thing is Cal has the 113th defensive success rate in the country uh. Uh, and can't tackle. And Taj Brooks is like, I think top 10 in the country among uh, forced missed tackles among running backs. Um, look for him to have a big day. I guess that's my expectation is Taj Brooks might go nuts in this game. Yeah. Um, Texas, so... Tech, Texas Tech strong candidate here for the bowl bump, getting way more hype going into the preseason than they probably deserve. Strong yeah. candidate for that role. Um, that is a program well suited for that. Yeah. Taj Brooks going nuts. Maybe the defense plays well. People are going to be putting Texas Tech in the top 25. They're, they're, they're going to be saying, oh, Texas Tech top 25 team. They've got their guy at quarterback. Unclear who that is, but um they're gonna be <laughs> they're gonna be doing that shit if they win this game um yeah. a comic accord also playing there yeah uh, that's right yeah he's he's all-time um, quarterback for every six and six team in america he's just playing for all of them <laughs> uh weekday games this is the week of december 18th through the 22nd there are four games here and none of them fit the billing for guantanamo bay slot which Tells you what we're kind of staring down the uh, the barrel of here. In the most wanted category, we have the Toastery Bowl. What the fuck is that? What the fuck? I'm looking it up. It's Famous Toastery. Let's Google this together. Um, famous Toastery is a comfortable setting for classic and creative takes on American breakfast, brunch, and lunch dishes. Um, Finally, a comfortable setting for classic breakfast taste. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is like... A relatively small company, I believe. Yeah. Um, here's an article from Cision PR Newswire. Okay. Um, which says, let's just read this because I don't want to talk about this game. Um, Charlotte-based Famous Toastery, a 25-unit better brunch franchise known for its, quote, famously fresh and simple scratch menu, will spread its fame even further with millions of college football viewers as the title sponsor of the Famous Toastery Bowl. Um, it replaces the Bahamas Bowl. Um, they're known for their charitable community outreach efforts, reputation for great food and service, and it's wildly loyal fan base, serving as a pillar of the Charlotte community since its inception in 2005. Um, 
Hmm. Yeah. How does a regional Charlotte breakfast place, only 25 locations, get a bowl game? How cheap are these? Yeah. It seems like they're not very expensive. It seems like bowls are fairly fairly reasonably priced. Um, the toastery bowl. <laughs> Come on. The toastery bowl? Man, that's... Uh... That's yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's something. That's a sponsor. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're, if you only have the twenty five chains, you might maybe not put famous in your name. You're not that famous. You only got twenty five of them. That's not that famous. Yeah. You're, what you're is the, also a toastery? Yeah. What is a toaster? You're the relatively well known toastery. Um, <laughs> the locally beloved toastery. Uh, I, yeah. That's <laughs> that's rough. Uh, anyway, it's got Western Kentucky and Old Dominion in it. This is on December eighteenth, two thirty on ESPN. <laughs> It's on. It's that's gonna be that's gonna be it for bot for a lot of these bowl games. It is on. Um, Old Dominion finished the season fairly well, I guess. You could you could see what Ricky Ronnie's got going on out there. I would guess it's probably gonna be six mm. and six again. Seems like it's usually gonna be <laughs> six and six with him. Um, Western Kentucky is. I'm sick of them. I'm sick of those guys. I don't know who's playing in this game. I don't care. They're they're. Uh, they have they have lost it. They have lost the juice. They've got nothing. They need to change what they are doing. Um, really, just in general, don't be don't be doing the air raid anymore. No more air raid. We're ready to move on from the air raid. It doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, anymore. I'm sick of it. Did you know that uh, Old Dominion beat Texas A&M Commerce ten to nine? I did uh, on September 23rd. Yeah, I believe that they either blocked a few uh, an extra point to win that, or they had an extra point that was missed to win that at the end of the game, um, mm. which is a cool way to do that. That is, you know what? It's a win. A win's a win. <laughs> no style points needed for bowling in the classic, the famous toastery bowl that we all know and love. <laughs> um, also, in the all most, right. <laughs> also in the most wanted <laughs> category here, we've got the Frisco Bowl, UTSA versus Marshall. December 19th, 9 p.m. on ESPN. Um, you know who sponsors this one? It's another company. Let's, let's, let me just play a game here. We figure out how many companies we know sponsoring bowl games. Okay. Um, this I, one's sponsored by Scooter's Coffee. Scooter's Coffee? <laughs> what, is, what is that? Yeah, we could. Um, ju- we probably could just do that. I need to pull up the, the, the ESPN one with the full... The full bowl name sponsors because I don't know. Yeah, I got it up. I, I can, you don't have to pull it up. I can just quiz you on them. Okay, I'm um, not gonna. I'm. I can I, like. Sl- I'm gonna know like maybe one of these, and I don't even know that. I I don't even know that I would know one of them. Um. So who is it? Scooter's I can, I can slip in a fake one or two and okay. see if uh, see if you recognize it. Um. Yeah, Scooter's Coffee is a. They have 100% Arabica coffee products. Um, okay. Founded in 98 by Don and Linda Eccles, a married couple. Hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. Sure. Sure. <laughs> they have 16.8 thousand Twitter followers. Come on. We could get a bowl game, dude. We, You and I could get a bowl game. We could get one for meet at midfield. We could do the it's... fucking meet at midfield bowl. We could legitimately, we could get one. Here's their, here's their Twitter bio. It's hashtag scoot on around. And try our signature drink, the Caramelicious. <laughs> I'm looking up how much does it cost to sponsor a bowl game. <laughs> I'm uh, sure, like Matt Brown wrote an article about it. If not, Matt, you should do that. Yeah, I would love to know. Um, let's see. What? The lowest cost. This was from 2022. It says the lowest cost you can hope to pay for sponsorship rights is approximately five hundred thousand dollars. That can't be. That's that's. 
That's probably right. That can't, that's what is that? How could that possibly? It's a nationally televised commercial for yeah. three and a half hours. I guess. Yeah, it's three hundred and seventy-five thousand to five hundred thousand is roughly the range for like a low-level bowl game. You could also spend, if you were you know stupid, you could spend uh, anywhere from half a million to upward of thirty million dollars. That would be a fun thing to do. Um, that's yeah, you could do that. You could Ugh. be you could be included with such prestigious companies as Famous Toastery and Scooter's Coffee, uh, the, the 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 upper echelon of American brands. Uh, anyway, UTSA. Speaking of the upper echelon of American brands, UTSA and Marshall are playing in this game. Uh, did you see the the quote from Charles Huff about how everybody hates his quarterback and how it makes sense that he's transferring because everybody was mean to him? I did see that. <laughs> it was really fucking funny. But he's getting some serious offers, if I recall correctly. Yeah. It's like for some reason, coaches are talking himself into Cam Fancher. Yeah. Um, Let me see if I can. Yeah, that that quote was really fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, he called him miserable. Yeah. Um. He sure, uh, he sure did. He did not the original, say it in like... The original quote was, there isn't a lot of money for NIL and the fans hated him. That yeah. kid was miserable. Yeah. that You know what? He's probably right. Mar- this is now, Ryan, this is the second time in two or three years that Marshall fans have successfully bullied a quarterback into the transfer portal. Because <laughs> they They're did this with it, Grant dude. Wells, too. They're, the, the, the quarterback bullying abilities of Marshall fans is really <laughs> impressive. They're they're good at it. They're very good at getting guys out of the paint. Yeah. Um, they got a chat Pennington's going to be a coach there one day. Yeah. What's he doing nowadays? Uh, um, not much. I think his son's on the team. Or at least he was. Hmm. Yeah. Um, something to yep, think about. Looks like he's not worked since retiring. <laughs> he's just chilling, um. just hanging out. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is. They are going to do that. He Probably. tried. He tried to make a comeback to the NFL in 2011, and he tore his ACL playing a game of pickup basketball before training camp. <laughs> um, Tough way to go. That's yeah, not, that's not what you want. That's unfortunate. Um, uh, he apparently. Oh, dude, this is crazy. Okay. He um. <laughs> this is really funny uh the personal life section uh this is about some foundation he has in his family whatever the final two sections are stock contractor okay. um where he created number 10 booking bulls partner jw hart he hauled bulls the pbr final several times uh with the most fam- famous being number 121 catman do so he's doing like the bucking bulls for like a rodeo he sells those <laughs> um go. He was also a high school football coach in 2018 at Lexington, Kentucky Sayer School. In his first year of coaching, they went three and five. <laughs> well, Marshall, we look forward to that tenure. That's going to be really fun. Um, <clears throat> I think UTSA probably wins the game because UTSA is good at football and Marshall is not. And apparently their quarterback was miserable. Um, Gasparilla Bowl, uh, Georgia Tech versus UCF, December 22nd, 6.30 p.m. on ESPN. I don't. What's the uh, what are we working with sponsor wise? I honestly I don't have a guess. Yeah, um, that's such a good question. Uh, is it just it the is, it, is it just the Gasparilla Bowl? Is that a brand itself? I don't know. No, Gasparilla is like a thing they do in in Tampa. I was actually just looking up what that is. Yeah. It's a pirate festival. Okay. In Tampa, I thought it was like uh, a hot drink. The... I might be thinking of something else. <laughs> no, I think of like a hottie toddy. Um, the <laughs> it's the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl um cool yeah cool that's awesome um let's look up the origin of the gasparilla uh-huh. um what am i thinking of if it's 
I, maybe I'm thinking someone's of, gonna someone's gonna maybe I'm us. thinking of um, gazpacho, which is a what is that like a hot soup? Yeah, it's a it's a cold. Oh, it's soup. a cold it's a, soup. It's, That's right. It's a cold. It probably soup. wouldn't be really uh really noteworthy. It was a hot soup. Most of them are hot. Yeah, most of them are hot. Traditionally, a hot food. <laughs> That's true. You've got me there. Um, <laughs> the gazpacho uh, it's based bowl on would be the, fun. Uh, it's based on uh, the mythical pirate Jose Gaspar, mm. uh, a popular figure in Florida folklore, despite the fact he did not exist. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, what's his deal? Let's find out what his deal oh, was. Oh, yeah. Um, he terrorized the Gulf of Mexico from his base in southwest Florida during Florida's second Spanish period. Yeah. Um, the most beloved man he, in the history of Florida. Did not exist, but yeah. <laughs> the, the idea of someone who terrorized the Gulf Coast, they just love him. Yeah. Well, cool. So that game is being played between uh, Georgia Tech and UCF. Yeah. Um, here's the pitch on this mm-hmm. game. There's going to be a lot of points. Um, yeah. These teams can't play a lick of defense. They have some exciting skill players. Um, if you're into that sort of thing, uh, they're all they're both in the bottom 20 nationally in defensive success rate. Uh, Georgia Tech has a bottom 40 defense in SP plus. Uh, I really can't understand how UCF defense is 54th in SP plus on defense. Yeah. But uh, is also bottom 20 in success rate. I didn't really figure that one out. Yeah, um, seems like maybe a, maybe a lot of, yeah, an error. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, there's Haynes King, John Reese Plumley, RJ Harvey, Javon Baker, Jamal Haynes. There's some, uh, some competent skill players this game. That's, that's fun to watch. Sure. Yeah. This is the uh, sponsored by George O'Leary. Um, yeah. No fly list here. We got one game, the worst, I think the worst bowl game maybe of all time. Uh, that would be the Boca <laughs> Raton Bowl between Syracuse and South Florida on December 21st, 8 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, Sponsored it... by RoofClaim.com. <laughs> RoofClaim.com? <laughs> they they handle your roof replacement from start to finish and they, you can click here to get a free roof inspection they sure do they sure do that's awesome um yeah except... they also do they have various shingle roof color options uh-huh um they do roof repair emergency roofing services they do a drone roof analysis come on um the drone roof pretty, and, pretty... you got to do the drone you got to pay for the drone roof analysis you just you just got to fly the little drone up there for 5 seconds and take a video i feel like it wouldn't be that hard to do that um <laughs> that's awesome yeah that's pretty cool you got to love that and yeah proud sponsors of on their website the roof claim boca raton bowl that is a really good investment i'm sure um this is this is truly i mean this is there's nothing there's nothing to watch here there's nothing in this game that merits your involvement in any way um there's not even like what we were just talking about with georgia tech and ucf you can't even talk yourself into oh there are some fun players here no there are no fun players here syracuse fired its coach I tried, man. Yeah, yeah syracuse fired its coach and south florida is dog shit south florida is is here exclusively because of how bad the aac was this season um, they have nothing going on. Syracuse doesn't have its coach and also has nothing going on. Um, this is yeah. the, this was like the, the, the bottom of the barrel. They were just looking for a place to put these teams and they thought, let's just quarantine them in Boca Raton. Let's just get them away from everybody else so that we don't ruin two other bowl games by putting these teams elsewhere. <laughs> well, that's all we have to say on that one. Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any other no, that's about it. Saturday, December twenty third, Guantanamo Bay. We got one game: the Armed Forces Bowl. Uh, James Madison versus Air Force, three thirty p.m. on ABC. This one. Do you know which 
Ben's contract for sponsorship. Oh man. Um, I'll go with the classic with Raytheon. I'll go with Raytheon. Is it Raytheon? It is not. It's Lockheed Martin. It's Shit. a tough loss for you. Damn. Yeah. That's too bad. Raytheon, I think, sponsors it's... one of them. I don't know which one. Um... They did for a while. I don't know if they still do. The one I've never seen sponsor, maybe I'm, I'm forgetting it, but Northrop Grumman. What, what are you guys doing? You guys got to yeah. get in there. Yeah. Um... How, would, how would we know to go to you for all of our military contracting needs if you're not sponsoring <laughs> the Birmingham Bowl? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to take my business there. They can't afford the Birmingham Bowl. As in, in kind of a similar vein, I did. I, I thought you would appreciate this. A couple weeks ago, I did get a promoted tweet from uh, BlackRock that was just like, "We love to invest in. Uh, we love to invest our, our customers' money in the best stocks or something like that." And that was the whole tweet. There was no link or anything. It was just like we handle we handle customer stock accounts. It's like, does BlackRock need to be? <laughs> Getting up on there with the promoted tweets, let us know what they're up to. That's uh, it seems like maybe some people in the marketing departments here just looking for something to spend some money on. Well, I got this budget, yeah. I need to put it somewhere. Tax season's coming up, you gotta get those write offs done. Yeah, uh, um, guess so. What are you gonna do? Yeah, um, this is good in theory, this might not be good in in practice, uh, unfortunately, because James Madison is kind of falling apart here, given that they lost their head coach. There are still some big-time players back. They were really good this year, and so they're not going to lose all of their guys. They should still be able to compete in this game. Um, I don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for them. I know it was written about last week that Jordan McLeod, the quarterback who is in the transfer portal right now and taking visits and <laughs> going ahead, you know, heading elsewhere, uh, it was written last week that he might still play in the ballgame, which seems like a poor decision from all involved. I would be surprised if that happens. But James Madison, without its head coach, without either of its coordinators, without a decent chunk of its staff and team, will be taking on an Air Force team that didn't even have attrition, just fell apart. Now, it wasn't like, oh, they, you know, they, they had a quarterback injury, and that made, a, that made a big difference. But they pretty much just got bored and stopped uh, winning games, and that was, that was it for them. Uh, so this is, <laughs> I'm not doing a great job of selling a game that we're, you know, more excited about than the other ones. It does involve two good teams, and that is a step in the right direction. It, it involves two good teams. It's a fun Styles yeah. matchup. It's watchable. This is football that you can watch, and it might be entertaining, and you can't say that about most of the games on the board here. I will say, unfortunately, the likeliest game to disappoint you yeah. uh, this season, this, yeah. this bowl season. Yeah. Like, just looking at the, the helmet scouting, probably the one that's going to be the biggest letdown from quality of play compared to expectations based on results this season which will then lead to the biggest fucking idiot online who we don't know who it is yet but it'll be one of them uh talking about how this is why g5 football shouldn't be paid attention to yeah uh and we'll get to have a couple hours making fun of him with our friends yeah so, that'll, that'll be good that'll be a fun yeah. a fun night where everybody's getting their getting their dunks in on um i'll say brandon walker i think it's gonna be brandon walker who gets in on that okay. i think that he's i think he's probably gonna realize that there's a good opportunity to get some quote tweets um so that'll be fun we all look forward to that uh and then we'll do it again at a later date we'll just keep on doing it and nothing will uh nothing will come of it and nobody will learn anything and it will be cool uh most wanted we've got the birmingham bowl up first duke versus troy noon on abc um, two interim coaches. We got a pair of interim coaches here. We've got no Riley Leonard. He's at Notre Dame. I would assume Troy is probably experiencing a decent amount of attrition right now, given that they lost John Sumrall to Tulane. Um, but these teams are involved. Two good defenses this season. 
uh, man, who's watching this shit? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> just do something else. It's a, it's a Saturday, yeah. December. Just go drive around, look at some Christmas lights or something. I don't know. Just just do 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 something else. Go to the zoo. Go look at the zoo lights. I, you, you don't have to do this. No, go to the zoo lights. Um, go throw some things. You're to throw in some animal uh, enclosures. Um, get in trouble. Get arrested. Yeah, go um, do the thing that you're not supposed to do, and and show you know the gorillas like a fun TikTok that you like or something. Go 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 <laughs> go, go go introduce them to some video that they're not supposed to see. Uh, introduce some foreign knowledge to to various animals at the zoo. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't need to you don't need to watch this. Who's sponsoring the the Birmingham Bull? Oh, it is seventy six, uh, which is the gasoline company. Okay. Yeah, at least I've 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 heard of seventy six. I think that that's largely a southern gas company, but I have heard of seventy six. So step in the right direction there. Uh, next up is the Camellia Bowl, Arkansas State versus Northern Illinois, noon on ESPN. Arkansas State got to a bowl game, which was enough to keep Butch Jones around. NIU also got to a bowl game. I would guess that NIU probably will have a decent amount of continuity here because nobody wants Rocky Long, or, or not Rocky Long, Rocky Lombardi, and um, they don't have a whole lot else going on. I don't know what Ontario Brown's status is looking like. He's probably going to be pretty much the deciding factor for this game, whether or not he is playing slash still at NIU. Not seeing any portal news, so I would assume he's playing. They're going to win then. That's that's it. It's sort of a, a checkbox. If he plays, they will win. If he doesn't, they will lose. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, also, there's no sponsor for this game. They couldn't mm, get one. Okay. Well, this is just um, brought to you by the by Camellia, the flowers, uh, I guess. <laughs> there, are, there are nine major sponsors, but no naming sponsor. Mm, okay. Um, well... That's one fun. of them, I just learned here. We can we can put a fun game here. Yeah, the city of Montgomery is one of the major sponsors. Huh. Um, can you guess their city slogan? <laughs> no, no, I cannot. It's the capital of dreams. Oh, I, that's probably not the first you know phrase that would come to mind when I'm thinking <laughs> of the city of Montgomery. Um, capital of dreams, huh? What dreams? <laughs> What dreams are we working with in Montgomery? All of them. All of them. Every dream. Your where your dreams come true. Uh, <laughs> the city that never sleeps, Montgomery. <laughs> the, big, <laughs> the Big Apple itself. Uh, the Windy City. Uh, the City of Lights. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, they they're all they're all true, and all of your dreams will come true in Montgomery. Um, Next up, 68 Ventures Bowl, Eastern Michigan versus uh, South Alabama, 7 p.m. on ESPN. Uh, of the bowls involving two, I believe, two six and six teams, this is probably the best one because both of these teams are good at least at one thing. And unfortunately, the thing is generally defense. Um, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of scoring here. I think South Alabama is better at doing basically the thing that Eastern Michigan is doing this season than Eastern Michigan is, which is unfortunate for Eastern Michigan's sake. But, I don't know, decent enough game. Kind of kind of fun. Could be kind of watchable. I don't think either one of these programs has completely collapsed in the last three weeks, and so it should be decent enough. This is a decent enough bowl game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
sure yeah it's 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 fine uh this is i guess it's the it's the battle of of snubbed indiana coaching hires uh neither one of these guys ended up getting the job and they're both i'm sure very mad about that i'm sure that they're both furious they're just keeping them up at night i don't get to live in fucking bloomington uh i'm 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 my life is over (laughs) my life is over the coach who loses this game will be uh killing himself on the field uh (laughs) as he as he you know has to reckon with the fact that he does not get to coach the indiana hoosiers um and so uh, i wish them both the best of luck i i uh my my congratulations to the winner and my condolences of course to the family of the loser uh hawaii bowl the <laughs> way really quick that one is sponsored by 68 ventures which is a yeah real estate development company in the gulf coast mm-hmm. um just some stats here for you they've raised 250 million dollars in capital okay uh, they developed 7,000 lots built yeah. 3,000 homes and uh completed over 100 developments that um, doesn't seem like that many for the amount of money that you just said <laughs> well like... i think the developments in neighborhood okay okay i see um Still three thousand homes. You got two hundred and fifty million. Can I borrow like ten bucks? It doesn't seem like you guys are using it. <laughs> you, yeah. you got you got um, five hundred thousand to burn on getting a bowl game na- named after you. Uh, I don't know. That doesn't seem like uh, <laughs> doesn't seem like you guys are strapped for cash. Could I have ten bucks? That might be that might be cool. Uh, Hawaii Bowl, yeah. Coastal Carolina. We want to give it up to CEO Drew Dolan. By the way, mm. uh, let's all hear it for. Let's hear it for Drew. Drew. <laughs> let's hear it Drew for... Dolan. Let's um, hear it for our boy Drew. He used to be the president of Truland Homes. Mm. Um, hmm. So he, I, I've actually I've been told he will also be killing himself after the game. So it'll be kind of a <laughs> ritual thing that they've got going on with the losing coach, and you know, usually the winning coach gets a Gatorade bath, the losing coach getting an acid bath. It's going to be very unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> Hawaii Bowl. Coastal Carolina versus San Jose State, 10.30 p.m. on ESPN. I kind of like this one. I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of like this one. I like San Jose State a lot. I think that their team is largely intact, and they are fun to watch. Coastal Carolina... They had a couple linemen hit the portal, I think. Yeah, they had a couple linemen, linemen hit the portal, but Chevin Cordero's not going anywhere. He's got no eligibility left. What are you going to do? This is the last football game that young man is playing. He's going to care. Um, I think that their running backs are back, from what I remember, if if I'm... If I'm correct, hopefully they're both back. Uh, decent amount of talent on that team just in general. Coastal Carolina obviously will be without Grayson McCall, although it was without Grayson McCall for a decent amount of this season. And uh, even when it had him, it wasn't very good. I think San Jose State's probably going to roll, but the game's on at fucking 1030 at night, and it's it's involving at least one team that's fun to watch. That's enough. That's fine for me. That's, that's all I'm really looking for. Um... I like a late night bowl game, and I think that this is a pretty good one, all things considered. Oh yeah, we love a good bowl game. Yeah, um, that's right. Okay, uh, who sponsors the Hawaii Bowl? Uh, easy Post. Mm. It's all here for Easy Post. <laughs> what is easy, um, what is Easy Post? It's like a Post-it note company. You, um, it's a simple shipping API. Come on, come on! It's the be... most powerful shipping solution on the market. Wow. Well, in that case, um, no fly list, the famous Idaho <laughs> potato bowl, Utah state versus Georgia state, 3:30 PM on ESPN, uh, Georgia state's entire team is in the transfer portal. The whole team, everybody who was on the team is no longer on the team. They ain't got nothing left. Uh, they were six and six already. It wasn't like they were all that good beforehand, but their running back is gone. Their top receiver is gone. 
most of the linemen who were involved are seemingly gone. A good chunk, good chunk of defenders are gone, uh, and they are not very good. Utah State is in the opposite direction. They've they've kept a, a pretty large portion of their team and, and seem to be gearing up for a 2024 run, run. They will have confirmed they will have the third-string quarterback, Levi Williams, starting in this game, which is fine. He was he was good at the end of the season. He's, he's capable. Um, he is good I think even I would I would go as far to say as he is good but the Georgia State side is not really holding up uh it's part of this equation I think that this is not particularly good I would not recommend it I'm gonna have to watch this one but I don't think that you should I don't think you should watch this game it's just on it's another one of these that's just on oh yeah it's on and we love a bullet's on um, oh yeah the final one the final one here is the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl between Utah and Northwestern. Yeah. Um, huh. Oof. <laughs> Real shock to the senses, this one. Yeah. <laughs> SRS Distribution is the fastest growing distributor of building products in the United States, uh-huh. and they are committed to serving the professional roofing contractor's business. Jesus Christ, um, we got two different roofing companies on here. That's fun. That's I, I yeah. guess maybe these guys are a different kind of roofing middleman, maybe. It sounds like they're they're more providing roofing stuff to the roofing companies i don't really yeah. know why i mean i think there's some real opportunities here for synergy even between uh between uh what is it 68 ventures who builds the homes uh srs distribution who who gets the materials yeah uh roof claim who makes sure you you have the claim for your roof and um What's the shipping one that we just talked about? Easy Post. Easy Post, the shipping solution. Yeah. A lot of synergy here, guys. We get a brand deal going. Yeah. I think maybe even we should start a company that can kind of worm its way into that and make it, you know, four or five middlemen instead of just the the four that we already have. We could get in there and, and do some sort of, uh, I don't know, maybe we could call it like a logistics company that, that pairs roofing suppliers with roofing, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it's employers with housing corporations with uh, we could even get some of the loan guys in there we could just sort of have a you know a, a boarding house where all of these companies can can get together and they can figure out how to do their jobs and we could worm in there and maybe make a little bit of money off of them that would be fun that sounds like something we could do doesn't seem like it'd be that hard yeah and that's most american companies i think is they're just doing logistics most most jobs it seems like in the country are just uh, connecting other scam artists to each other, basically. And yeah, I really gotta get involved in consulting, dude. Like, just like yeah. some kind of niche consulting. Damn, that shit. Like, once you get like a a few companies, that shit is cake. Yeah, yeah. We could be the guys who do like we we you know find the drop shipping company that sends the drone to the roofing company so that they can do the drone video. We could find, we could do that. You know, just cut out. Yeah. Uh, and then we could have some in house video guys who. who edit the the drone footage for them oh yeah um yeah easy we could really yeah we could tout our our ability to yeah so (laughs) social media integration is a thing that we love to do right everybody loves to do social media integration automatically you know posts the (laughs) we've got one of the fucking the 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 little uh i don't even know what the service that we use for the fucking social media integration it doesn't work none of them work uh but we could do one where it's like oh it automatically posts the roof video to your social media and you'll get billions of likes um that would be cool we could do that (laughs) new business venture for us um yeah anyway utah and northwestern I don't know, man. I don't know. I Northwestern had a good season. I don't want to watch them play. At no point in during Northwestern's good season was I like, oh fuck, I gotta watch Northwestern, right? Like they're just 
they had a good season. It does not mean that I need to be involved. I don't. I don't have to see it for them to have a good season. They can do that without me look, looking at them, um, and they can play this game without me looking at them. Utah has no players left on its roster. They're all going to the NFL. Uh, everybody on the team is going to the NFL, and Northwestern is going to be practicing on air here, I believe, in this game. So that'll be fun. Oh yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, well, Patrick, this sucked. Uh, let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back somehow with even more bowl games to talk about. I don't even know if we have covered half of them to this point. There are so many more still to come, Ooh. and they really. Here's uh, what I can tell you: we're going to get through whatever it takes with the rest of these. Out of the next one, we are not doing three of these. <laughs> no, no, we're not doing three of these. Uh, it is honestly a miracle that we're doing two of these. Um, yeah, uh, I they're they're on. I think you probably just watch basketball at this point. I think you could just watch basketball and you'd be fine. I don't think you'd be missing all that much, but it's a football podcast, so uh, football. Uh, watch the fucking FCS playoffs. Those are fun. We're not going to talk about them in detail because we don't know, but they're fun. Um, that's all the football you need to be watching <laughs> at this point in the year. It's not worth your time. Uh, we will uh, we will talk to you all soon, I guess.